شاہ علیہ السلام سے ضیاء سما اسماعی ویا ارد انسیتی ان اللہ یورید ان یدبر امرا ویقضی شعن یورید ان ینفذه He says, Oh the sky, listen, oh the earth, become silent. Allah Ta'ala intends informing you of a decree which will definitely come to pass. And we find that's a lengthy riwayat, but pertinent to this chapter of Imam Nawawi rahimahullah, in that description that is given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, أَجْعَلُ السَّكِينَةَ لِبَاسَهُ Allah Ta'ala says, I'm going to send a Nabi أَجْعَلُ السَّكِينَةَ سَكِينَةَ Tranquility Dignity Composure Will be his libas We will cover him With an appearance of sakina Of composure The riwayat of Umm Ma'bad Khuzai radiyallahu ta'ala anha That elderly lady Whom Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Came across In his hijrat From Makkah Mukarramah To Medina Munawwara In that riwayat, she also, when she describes Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in sakata fa'alayhi al-waqar, or fa'alahu al-waqar, that when he was silent, waqar, dignity, composure would cover Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So coming back to this, this is our role model, this is our guide, this is our symbol. Meet Allah on the day of judgment as close to this as possible. So how should our demeanor and manner be? Don't be someone who people take you lightly, they don't have respect for you. Someone who is always laughing unnecessarily, someone who behaves like a clown. And then, and then we justify that type of behavior, I want to be accessible to people. Rasulullah was completely accessible to people. In fact, a little girl, it's mentioned in the riwayat, that he had no airs about him to such an extent that a little child could walk up and hold the hand of the Nabi of Allah and lead him wherever she wanted. But with that, there was sakina. With that, there was waqar. With that, there was composure. With that, there was dignity. Coming back to the break, breakdown of these two terms, waqar and sakina, one is, as we mentioned, the closest meaning to it, You can put whatever English meaning we want. Ulama Ikram have said, Waqar, that when someone looks at him, May yahtamitarimuhu wa yu'adhimuhu. Ihtiram, azmat, honor, respect for this person comes in the heart. This is how he conducts himself. And sakina, closest meaning to it, if you have to break it down, Ulama Ikram say, Admul harakatil kathira, sakinan fi qalbihi wa jawarihihi. Person who does it, not fidgeting all the time. There's composure and dignity about him. In his heart, in his actions, there is sukoon, there is tranquility. And one daqiq meaning that ulama Kiram extract from this, one very delicate meaning, is someone who is composed and dignified, this goes against doing things in haste. And this is something that we should take out of our lives. Unfortunately, many of us, we are very, very hasty. We do things too quickly. We don't take our time. We don't think. There's no composure about what we do. And this is khilaf of sunnah. Nabi said, Al-anatu min Allah wal-ujlatu min shaitan He said, to think, be dignified, be composed about how you react. Life will always pose challenges to you. There will always be things that upset you. There will always be situations that you will face that you're not happy about. 
How do you react to that? Al-anatu min Allah. To act with composure, with dignity, to think, to not be hasty. Allah's Rasulullah said, min Allah, that is from Allah. Wal-ujlatu min shaitan To be hasty, and more often than not, haste leads to what? To regret. Haste leads to making unnecessary errors and mistakes. So in your life, in your business, in your conduct with one another, when you go out in the path of Allah also, the challenges that you face, don't be hasty. Don't rush to decisions. Take your time. Be composed. Be composed. Be dignified. This is Aqrab sunnah This is closer to the demeanor and manner of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Imam Nawawi rahimullah, mashallah, he was a, not an ordinary scholar. Allah Ta'ala gave him great understanding of deen. Look at the verse of the Qur'an that he brings as was his practice that whenever he would have a heading, he'd bring a verse of the Qur'an. The verse of the Qur'an, وَعِبَادُ Rahman. Allah describes his chosen ones. Allah says, عِبَادُ Rahman, The true slaves of Rahman, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what are their sifat and attributes? In Surah Furqan, we find in the latter ruku, there are quite a few descriptions which Allah Ta'ala mentions, quite a few osaf and characteristics that are matloob or desired in a mu'min. Obviously, it was to kamal, to perfection in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was the height of abdiyat of Allah Ta'ala. So, ibadur Rahman, who are the true slaves of Rahman? الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هُونَ That when they walk on the earth, they walk with humility. Their foot or their step on the ground is light. لَا تَمْشِ فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَحَ Allah says, don't walk with pride on this ground. Don't be arrogant. Let there be waqar, let there be dignity. Place your foot lightly on the ground. Don't boss people around. Don't feel you are somebody. الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هُونَ وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا And when they accost people of ignorance, people behave ignorantly with them, قَالُوا سَلَامًا They say, سَلَامًا Obviously that requires a little bit of explanation. We will come to that explanation just now. وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانَ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هُونَ The true slaves of Allah, they walk with dignity, they walk with composure. They do not walk with arrogance and pride. They do not stamp their foot on the ground. The riwayat of Shaya alayhi salam, which I referred to earlier, in the description that was given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, very interestingly in that riwayat, Allah ta'ala describes to Shaya alayhi salam, the final prophet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Law yamurru ila jambis siraj, lam yutfi'hu min sakinatihi, وَلَوْ يَمْشِي عَلَى الْقَصَبِ الْيَابِسِ لَمْ يُسْمَعْ مِنْ تَحْتِ قَدَمَيْهِ That when my, my Nabi's humility, dignity, composure will be such that if he had to walk on dry grass, you would not hear the crackling of the grass underneath his feet. His foot will be placed very lightly on the ground. Not arrogance. And if he had to pass by a lantern, he, the manner in which he would pass would not cause the light of that lantern to be extinguished. Now, from this description, we can visualize in our mind the composure, the dignity, the approach. 
the mannerism of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this is like I mentioned, what we, you and I, have to aspire towards. So coming back to this, literal translation of the verse, وَإِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانَ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنَا The true slaves of Rahman are those who when they walk on the earth, they walk with dignity. They do not walk with pride. Their foot is placed lightly on the ground. وَإِذَا خَاتَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ And always you will accost or you will come into contact with people that are not behaving appropriately. That are behaving with ignorance. قَالُوا salama. Literal translation, say salam. In other words, deal with them in such a manner that you protect yourself. The person is ignorant. Some of us, mashallah, we have this habit. Every, we have to react to everything and everyone we come into contact with. Start getting into an unnecessary discussion, unnecessary debate. Walk away. Keep your composure and dignity. Why do you need to get into some argument? Why do you need to chitter-chatter with everybody? Kalu salama. That man is behaving ignorantly, react in such a way. Salama, in other words, protect yourself from his ignorance. Behave in such a way that you protect yourself from his ignorance. Time is limited, we've run out, but just to complete the hadith. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala narrates, she says, مَا رَأَيْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مُسْتَجْمِعًا قَتْتُ ضَاحِكًا حَتَّى تُرَى مِنْهُ لَهُوَاتُهُ إِنَّمَا كَانَ يَتَبَسَّمْ Allahu Akbar. What a beautiful description Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha gives us of Rasul Ipaq sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which very very appropriately explains to us this concept of the composure of the dignity of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. She says, I never saw, I never saw, now who is saying this? The wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Someone who was daily in contact with Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wasallam. No, no more authentic testimonial we can get of the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam than Aisha radiallahu anha. So this aspect of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, she says, I never saw Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam laughing full-mouthed. I never saw him laughing to such an extent, lahwat in Arabic refers to the piece of flesh that is right at the back of the mouth that hangs from the back of the throat. Closest to it is the epiglottis, if you want to call it. In other words, if you open your mouth very wide, at the back you'll see a piece of flesh that hangs at the back of the throat. That in Arabic is called lahwat. She said, we never saw that of the mouth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa In other words, he would not guffaw. He would not laugh unnecessarily. He would not laugh in such a manner that his whole mouth will open up. She says, إِنَّمَا كَانَ يَتَبَسَّمْ Something amused him, obviously. Nabi Salaam wasn't such strict, rigid. We find in other riwayat, he said it is sadaqa when you meet someone to smile. We find in other riwayat, Aisha radiallahu describes him. She says, كَانَ dahakan basaman. Nabi Salaam would smile, he would be affable, he would be pleasant, he would be gentle in nature, but not like we say in layman, say he all the time, laughing all the time. No. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, something amused him, generally it was a smile. Very, very rarely. We find in one riwayat, Hatta Badad Nawajiduhu, that the premolar, the back teeth of Rasulullah became visible. This was not the general norm. General norm was normally to smile or laugh a little bit. Laugh in such a way that the mouth would open slightly, not wide, not wide-mouthed and laugh. In, in that manner, 
and it, if something really amused Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, ulama say we find in other riwayat he would place his hand over his mouth. And from this we learn an important lesson that excessive laughter diminishes one's honor and dignity. Don't be someone who's laughing all the time, who's loud. Be composed, be dignified. And we find in another hadith, in the kathrata dih, to meetul qalb, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that excessive laughter destroys the heart, creates hardness in the heart. In abadan nas, al-qasiul qalb, mafum of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said there is no one more distant from Allah than a hard-hearted person. What leads to hardness in the heart? What leads to, and when we talk of qasawatul qalb, hardness of the heart, it also refers to negligence, ghaflat. What leads to this is excessive laughter. Indicates towards ghaflat, indicates towards negligence. Allah give us the fix one.